0: Hey everyone! Welcome to another episode of Cape Town. We're a superhero podcast about superhero things. I am Tyler Huckabee.
1: I'm Hannah Mazzell,
0: and we are it for this episode. <laughs> Ryan Ham. Is he's he's out on a sign. He was really he, he in his text. He really just made it sound like he was tired. I don't think he yeah, has like I a great. Yeah, so. re- It's it was really just a bye week for him. Maybe he's just not interested in the subject.
1: I think it has something to do with American Airlines just like falling apart over the weekend. We were trying yeah. to
0: figure this out because I saw that American Airlines was in the news, but I really didn't pay attention to because who's flying right now while we're still while well, there's still I mean, a, a damn pandemic not. going on. Yeah, not us mm-hmm. yet. No. Um. But then I guess Ryan was flying somewhere and he ended up getting held up late. So he, he was too tired to be a part of what we we got going on today, which yeah. is we're talking about Black Widow. Our Black mm-hmm. Widow episode has been, I'm kind of surprised that it took, it both makes sense and it doesn't make sense that it's taken this long to get to a Black Widow episode. Because it kind of feels like that's Black yeah, Widow's fair. lot in life too. I,
1: yes, it Always reflects be around. reality. Y-
0: yeah, to always be around, like kind of always the bridesmaid, never the bride of mm-hmm. both the movies and the comics a little bit.
1: Mm-hmm. But she's but she's totally deserving of of the spotlight. She's a yeah, fantastic but, character.
0: I've had so many questions for you about your feelings about Black Widow, but we'll get to those. We we because okay. we got to start with the news. I and mean, we really have to start before we do anything with the with the Loki Discord. How many episodes of Loki have you seen?
1: One point two five approximately. Okay.
0: One and one and some change.
1: I know I got too tired last night.
0: No, yeah, it's 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 okay. How are you feeling about it? So we didn't we actually didn't discuss oh. any of this in our in the little pre-show banter.
1: Well, so far I am really liking it. It's super interesting. I'm getting some. I don't know if you picked up on this. Um, I got some major like Noah Holly vibes from it. Like it felt like. Yeah. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. aesthetically, like, Legion, like a th- it looked yes, like
0: a Legion show. Yeah, it looked
1: it, like a Legion show, but like nothing else really was because it, it wasn't nearly as bizarre as Legion is, in my it, opinion.
0: It had more structure; like it felt like an actual story, and it had a beginning, middle, and an end, and all of those things, which isn't necessarily a given with a Noah
1: Noah Hawley who yeah. does like
0: Fargo and who did Legion, and I feel like I'm forgetting something else that he has in his back pocket. But yeah,
1: probably. I'm a,
0: but... as a I, I'm a fan of his. But this show feels a lot more coherent. Even it's actually yeah, like a that, very that was the easy exact word I was follow. thinking of.
1: Yes, yeah. Whereas like Legion is extremely incoherent. It's really yeah. hard. Like you, you might need to watch an episode twice to actually pick up on what happened.
0: I feel like you need to like you need to microdose on some shrooms before you go into Legion because it was definitely written yes. on shrooms. It's it's a very bizarre. And I say this as a fan, but it's not really meant to be understood. It's more of a vibe. And yeah, this yes. one, okay. considering that it's about like multiple timelines and variants and different uh, iterations of the same character over and over, so far it's yeah. very straightforward. It's easier to follow than Falcon and the Winter Soldier was. It's a very like clear yeah. trajectory of, of a, the plot is really easy to follow. And I like that simplicity yeah. of it. It's mostly just kind of a buddy comedy for Owen Wilson and Tom Hiddleston to, to go back and forth, which is yeah. terrific. It's so much yeah. fun. Oh, I've missed Owen, Owen Wilson. Wilson. Too. Who, I've like missed Owen Wilson. Wilson.
1: and um, Tom Hiddleston have some pretty nice chemistry together. Yeah. And I, 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 I don't think I would have anticipated that, actually, like if someone would have like pitched me a, 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 like a film, like this is comedy or this dramedy with Tom Hiddleston and Owen Wilson, like, hmm, all right. I, 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 but it, but it, man, it really works. They, they, really they do works. well together.
0: It really does work, and it does, and I think they, they, they're they very different. They have a very different energy, and I don't think I probably would have picked Owen Wilson to be the kind of world weary, uh, paper pushing, uh, like always rolling his eyes, like what are you talking about now, Loki? But he, he lives that role. He owns it yes. so well, and there's that little bit of sadness, even when he's being funny, he just has this kind of like defeated look in his eyes, and it works really well yeah. with Tom Hiddleston does a good, and Marvel does this a lot with their characters. They kind of have to subtly reinvent them for the new story. You can't completely change the character from who it was before. Yeah, but this is not the same Loki that was in Avengers, or even really that was in Thor Ragnarok. Even like, he's yeah. They, they do this. They have to do this to fit the new vibe, but it still works. It's
1: the Loki from the like the it, it's because this show obviously it's like well can we what, what are we willing to say here? What are we it's willing really not to?
0: Like in terms of spoilers, I
1: yes, I don't want to ruin it for anyone, but
0: um, yeah, yeah. Oh, this is a superhero show. Yeah, they, people are these people; these nerds are watching. They're waking up at five thirty on Wednesday morning.
1: <laughs> I feel like I'm all right. So if you haven't, just go listen <laughs> yeah, to something me, from. Yeah. Go listen to Olivia Rodrigo for a minute, okay? I'm gonna <laughs> we're gonna talk about what's happening, and I'm sorry if I'm gonna spoil yeah. it for you. So it's Loki. Basically from the Avengers. So he is like in full villain mode, you know, like there is not like there was no redemption moment for him that he might have had in Dark World, uh, Ragnarok, you know, like there was there was no reparations made between him and Thor. Like it was like he was he was bad. He was evil. From
0: being the big bad in Avengers to this show.
1: Yeah. Which is really kind of it's like it's totally rewriting the script on the whole MCU for this one singular character because he has not gone through any of the pivotal changes that he did you know for the rest of the MCU right like 2010 or 2011 or something onward
0: but then he does stumble across the tape of his life yeah still in spoiler territory here and yes. Hilston gives a really wonderful performance of watching his whole life and death play out oh yeah and just gr- a great like nonverbal acting moment of him getting. Oh, those like his eyes watching that. more and Ooh. more sad, bitter, surprised, and and finally very resigned to the fact that he kind of falling into a depression as he realizes. Oh yeah, that all of his grand ambitions for himself just kind of fall apart. At yeah, the end. I don't think it's you've ever really seen a character
1: be so like humiliated,
0: just broken as he yeah. was in that yeah. moment.
1: Uh, like all like his. You know, his yeah, his arrogance and his ego has always been just fills up an entire, you know, fills up an entire building. And then to have him like just crushed all in one single moment. He did a really good job with that. That scene was great.
0: Yeah, there's I, I really love I was reading a little bit about uh, this show and it was written and is being show run by this guy by the name of Michael Waldron. And he's relatively new to the Marvel stable, but he came mm-hmm. from the, came from Rick and Morty actually, where he worked with Dan Harmon and apparently Kevin Feige over at Marvel likes to poach from Dan Harmon's creators. There's all, there's a, the pipeline, really? the, Rick, the Rick and Morty to Marvel pipeline is, a, is a, evidently, according to what I was reading, fairly robust. And this guy, Michael Waldron, who's in his mid thirties, he's a Pepperdine grad and he became sort of the talk of Disney very early on when he showed up at Marvel and everybody really... He put this pitch together for Loki. Everybody mm-hmm. was very, very impressed with it. Feige was so impressed with it that he put him in charge of the Doctor Strange sequel, which he also wrote. And there's even maybe some rumors that he's being groomed as, like, the successor to Kevin if Fe- Feige decides to retire wow. and step down. Possible, possible this he could be a... A replacement that he has that much trust in, and faith, and he's also writing another Star Wars to boot. So his career is doing just fine. He's well. Right he's now. got some
1: good, yeah, professional security. Good for him. Well, that's funny. I mean, I don't. I'm not. I'm not an avid American and Morty fan, um, but I've seen a few. I've actually never seen husband. an
0: episode. Yeah, but no, they're very.
1: I mean, like I've seen a few that I'm like, this is very thoughtful. It's very deep, and then there's really? some that I'm like, that's crazy <laughs> like, and there are usually actually always a little bit of that but um i but i think that the the things that they talk about and the way that they they share stories would totally fit in line with kind of especially the more cosmic multiverse direction that yeah. i think the mcu is going to be going in like it's i feel like rick and morty kind of goes there so that's actually not super surprising i think that could totally work
0: in terms of, like, juggling reali- multiple realities and uh, that sort of I think thing. We're, yeah,
1: right. we're to be getting weirder, I think. I think things are getting way weirder.
0: Loki is definitely weird. It, and then who knows really where is. we're going after after this. Mm-hmm. But I'm excited about it. I'm, very, I'm excited for you to see uh, episode two. Maybe if we wrap this up early, you can even get you and Jessica my, get to it tonight.
1: <laughs> he watched it without me. I, I let him what? know. I'm, I'm, I'm a loving wife like that. <laughs> I
0: guess. And then, uh, yeah, I'm excited to see where, where it all goes. Um, Mm -hmm. so far, I think it's probably my, of the, of the three Disney plus shows we've got so far, it at least has, I think the strongest start of any of them. We'll see if they can stick. Yeah. I I
1: mean, I, I think that WandaVision for me still, I think was the most surprising and I feel like it was so unique. I think this one just feels a lot more theatrical. It feels like almost like you're watching a movie, but just the the budget
0: looks huge. Yeah.
1: Yes, it does. Yeah,
0: it was shot in like a Hilton or something in Atlanta. They didn't even. That, yeah, that whole the whole TVA is, some, is just like a. It's a hotel that they put a little gradient over. To mm. it's very strange, oh but it works. It works just uh, fine.
1: Kudos to that person. Mm, yeah, no that's, kidding. <laughs> that's incredible.
0: There, there's not a whole lot of news. We always like to cover the news. Is that there's? I wouldn't say there's a ton that happened this week. There is apparently <laughs> there Sony something. is. <laughs> we're we're going to get to it. Sony is apparently back on. They're going to try and do another Black Cat movie as part of their Spider-Man minus Spider-Man-verse situation. They've got... We talked about the Craven movie. We've got Venom 2 coming. Black Cat is also in the works. And they even apparently have a director lined up. And, and the only clues we have is that this director is a small indie writer-director who had a solid debut in 2017 and another hit in 2019. Don't know who it is yet. I did do a little bit of research on it. And I will say Greta Gerwig fits the bill that if if if, if for directing you know bracketing, yeah, for directing, you could oh. you could map her career onto that.
1: I don't know any I haven't followed any black cat stories. So I am going It's not like
0: this. she has a ton of them. You know, she's not a she just kinda hangs out, she's like a very clear, started out as a very clear Catwoman ripoff for Spider-Man. And has kind of become a little more of our own character lately. That's an interesting character
1: to pick from from the whole catalog of,
0: of yeah. characters. But, but what, else, what else do they got to do? They they can't. They only have Spider Man and the bad guys, so they're working with what they got. I, I, Just how it shakes out. I guess. Uh, yeah,
1: uh, <laughs> I hope it's great.
0: <laughs> okay, and then we are we going to talk? Do we, are we going to get into the bad discourse? We don't even have I, Ryan hammer around to kind of as a dad to keep us st- solid.
1: I, I I let's just talk about it. Can we just it, do it? My parents listen to it.
0: these podcasts sometimes. So I don't know do if your I. parents do. They do.
1: They do. Okay, I'm not I'm it's, okay. It's fine. Uh, okay.
0: If you're okay, <laughs> then I'm okay. Mom, dad, I love you. Any <laughs> yeah, We're gonna go there. <laughs> yeah, anybody who yeah, any of the yeah. So Brett, so it's, this is this is gonna be this is gonna be so, Cape Town after dark. Part yes, of the yes. discourse, and the, the adult there was, swim,
1: if you will. Of yeah, Cape Town. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs>
0: this is where. Yeah, this is. We, I don't know if we could even do this if we had Ryan on the podcast. I don't know. I don't know how Ryan's going to feel about uh, this. No, no. Maybe he'll chime in next next week. Mister and Missus Ham,
1: turn it off. <laughs> turn it off now.
0: <laughs> but there was on Twitter last week. There yes. was evidently the writers of the Harley Quinn show, which Hannah and I are both very big fans of. Uh, yes. There was a scene. Uh, a proposed scene in the script in which Batman goes down on Catwoman and WBK or DC, I don't know if it was Warner Brothers or DC, I don't know who made the call, but somebody said, wasn't the line heroes don't do that? Wasn't yes. that their, their, their actual line? It
1: was something as ridiculous as that, which I mean, I guess... I don't know if I want to share my my, my opinion. Why don't you you, take? I've
0: I've got us this far. Get us over the finish line.
1: (laughs) Oh my God. Okay. Well, I want to pull up, I want to pull up the quote here. So I don't, you know, misspeak. This is from DC. It is incredibly gratifying and free to be using characters that are considered villains because you just have so much more leeway. Says Halpern. A perfect example of that. Is in the third season of Harley Quinn when we had a moment where Batman was going down on Catwoman, and DC was like, "You cannot do that. You absolutely cannot do that. They're like heroes. Don't do that." So we said, "Are you saying heroes are just selfish lovers?" They were like, "No. <laughs> it's that we sell consumer toys for heroes. It's hard to sell a toy if Batman is also going down on someone." Okay. Okay. So that's there's what a lot. We have. There's
0: there's a lot to unpack there.
1: Yeah. Yeah. First off, I mean,
0: first off, they need to pick a lane here because we've seen Batman like murder, you know. Batman killed people in this in the Snyderverse. He said, "I, I can yes. understand if that was if they had just a hard rule about our superheroes don't do PG thirteen or R rated things, but they clearly don't. That that was that's I not mean, like a rule that exists in DC, obviously.
1: On this show, on this freaking show, too. Are you? Yeah,
0: seriously. Me? This is where they draw the like. Harley Quinn is very violent.
1: Yes, and they talk about everything. So like, what yeah. on earth are what, like? And also like. What does that mean? Heroes don't do that, or is it just like you wouldn't show a hero doing that? Because that would be sure. a different thing. That like feels why different. wouldn't you? Why wouldn't you have said it like that?
0: <laughs> I th- I think this is what we get for entrusting these characters to nerds who probably ju- who probably just oh don't have a lot of awareness around what heroes do and don't do in sexual situations and yeah. and they've they they're going to end up making yeah. these very arbitrary strange rules in which heroes are allowed to like maim and put people into the emergency room for minor infractions mm-hmm. in the criminal justice system but are not allowed to be generous with their romantic
1: partners. Yeah, a generous lover. I would hope that he would be that way. I don't know.
0: I mean, if if the argument was Batman is just not that kind of person, like he's not, not that kind of boyfriend... I'm sorry. I could buy that. I could see Batman just being. That's just not on his radar. He's too busy I fighting wish, crime. I know.
1: And how funny! Uh, it could have been really funny if he had been like, "No, I don't do that." Like, and they would have made a joke yeah. about it because it have been like, "Oh, he's uh-huh. a pompous." Yeah, rich guy. Harley Quinn
0: could get away with that. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. like
1: it would it could have been like, but on, it's on HBO Max. People, this is not like a show for your like twelve year old kid. So, yeah. What a weird thing to censor.
0: It's a really weird thing. It led to a lot of great discord like the conversation around it what were some of your
1: favorite kind of conversations? oh man i should have prepared
0: i should have had a few ready to go i don't know i think a lot of my favorite ones was just like well who would like what was the like like ranking like ranking different character any sort of fictional character like yes no maybe like you mentioned daredevil
1: would probably definitely like yeah uh,
0: yeah yeah, Yeah. i think daredevils I think mean, somebody, Chip Zdarsky, who right now, <laughs> Chip Zdarsky, who writes Daredevil right now, Chip who writes devil right now, said, "Daredevil does cry during sex, but he is very good at it." Oh, like, that that <laughs> all checks out. He's got that Catholic guilt, you know. That yeah. makes sense. That yeah. all works.
1: I like that. That's that, these are funny. You things said Clark Kent.
0: You feel like Clark Kent is a very is very like
1: selfless. I feel like he'd be like the surprisingly like oh, you know,
0: even this kind of dorky, up,
1: but you know. I clearly have too much time on my hands, okay? But <laughs> <We're>, not really.
0: <laughs> this discourse came after we all spent a year in quarantine, just so bored. Everybody probably thought about this anyway, even without it coming I, up on the internet.
1: You know, I... I know I, I did. I, I know that, like, uh, most, of, most of the time, I spend my my days thinking about very important things. You know, I use my mental energy and I direct it towards things that I yeah. feel are, you know, uh, yeah. significant. And, and then sometimes I I really,
0: you've got, you've got kids to take care of. Hell,
1: I'm a woman. And, and when I read Uh something like that, I'm like, I start contemplating things. I'm like, well, I mean, heroes don't do that. Well, what about the villains? Do they do that? Why haven't we talked about that? You're you're obviously, you obviously, you obviously have some kind of, you know, philosophical leaning in um, sexual performance. (laughs) So in your
0: mind, the implication here might be villains, villains are just like naturally, at least in the DC universe, are just naturally better in bed than the heroes are.
1: According to this guy, I don't know. (laughs) I mean, I hope that's not true. I, yeah, I think this is just stupid. And you're right. Too many nerds. And you know what? Like you've heard me talk about how much I love Outlander here. These guys should, they should read some Outlander. I think it would give them some really good insight. that's right.
0: You have brought Outlander up.
1: Would yeah, that be so. would that
0: be informative? I have not seen. I, not I seen think Outlander. it's really
1: I, it's excellent reading for people who need to learn more about things. Hmm,
0: OK, this is not my understanding of the Outlander series, but that's oh, good. Wow. But that's good to know. No, that's <laughs> no, it's good to know. I'll file that one away. <laughs> Maybe we'll send a couple of DVDs to Wayne Manor. See if he can. Yeah. Oh, man.
1: Season one, too. For real. Just start there. <laughs> You'll be fine. You know, the books, (laughs) literature. That's pretty much all I think I can say about that. You know, I have way more, I have more to say, but for here and now, that I feel like it it covers it.
0: We waited (laughs) deep enough. We were all very,
1: we were all very like, the text thread uh, was bumping. Yes, it was. We had a lot of ideas about this. Um, Yeah. And it's, and I must say, like, it was a stupid thing to say, but from like an entertainment standpoint, I appreciated all the fun conversations that happened from it. Yeah,
0: yeah, it's good content. It's really. It it went for a few days. It like, it like lasted on.
1: People are bored. Yeah,
0: yeah, Yeah. I think we have moved on (laughs) now, but now we've just reignited it again. People who were aware of it were probably just hoping it was over, but nope. You listen to Cape Town. We need, well, it needs, to, we it needs to
1: be time stamped here, here at, at Cape Town. We need to remember. Okay, so this, we, this is we're putting a fork in it. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It's done. And okay. I think that's actually all we
0: have for news. We, we cover We briefly covered Black Cat. We covered Loki, and we and uh, we talked about whether or not Batman goes down. And now we can talk mm-hmm. about Black Widow, the ostensible mm-hmm. point of this whole entire yes. this whole entire episode. Let's do that. Black now. Cat. Black. Not Black Cat. Black Widow. <laughs> Uh, on the last episode, uh, I did sort of a probably a little more linearly than I usually do. Sort of a tour of her history in Marvel Comics, which is pretty long. She goes back all the way to some very early issues of Iron Man, and mm-hmm. she was introduced there, as as you know, if you heard the last episode, as sort of a villain, and not really like in the in like the black leotard that we know her in today, like as a ninja acrobat. She is in this. Like evening gown, and she's this very femme fatale kind of like uh, in disguise. Oh, yeah, yeah, and she's she like betray she like betrays at the end. You, you can't tell what side she's on. She's a double crosser, but yeah. she plays the like oh Mister Stark, kind of like very uh. like very like Boris type. Uh, Russian I usually spy. try to
1: read like you know like their first uh, appearance. Um, I didn't get to, so I have questions. What You're do you think? It kind of. <laughs> yeah, I figured as much. <laughs> yeah. I chose not to invest my time there. But I'm curious about if, if whether or not she was – do you think there was like some inspiration from like the Bond kind of era? Yes. Was she like a Bond girl? Absolutely. Uh, kind of like my assumption.
0: Felt huge because yeah. this was in the 60s, so Bond was a big right. deal. It was the Cold War, and she was there with Crimson Dynamo, who is this not super well-known, although uh, evidently he may be showing up in this movie, in the Black Widow movie. Basically, like a Russian Iron Man, but he's all, hes mm. like bad Russian. He's like a, you know—he's trying to to take over the world for communism, and uh, and Iron Man is Love the him. champions the forces of of capitalism. I don't know, like he's 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 our guy, and Black Widow Natasha Romanoff goes back and forth a little bit and continues to be for the next few issues of Iron Man. She's she's not quite clear what side she's playing and she seems a little internally tormented too. She might be a little bit in love with Tony Stark, but she's also very dedicated to the cause of the Soviet Union. And that was really a very defining character. Considering how rarely Russia pops up in her story now or in her current comics, that was a very key part of her, of her early origin. That, But weirdly, I don't think it was ever retconned out. It's just not really a major... Factor in her story these days. Yeah,
1: well, I mean, there've been like I, I, we talked before. I, I read a little bit of the Deadly Origin. Deadly is Origin, one that, that you know, and it definitely goes back to that era. And then it, it doesn't go back necessarily to her childhood as much. I, well, it does, but I mean, some of the like the newer ones don't. But it, it, I feel like the they spend a lot of time with uh, Natasha and her. Like, a lot of origin story stuff, and then I feel like it's a lot of the same story retold. Is that your kind of impression of it? Because that's mine.
0: I see what you... Unpack that, but I think I see what you're saying, and I agree.
1: Like, it just kind of feels like they're they're, they're retelling the same story, or she's just dealing with the same trauma over and over again. And I feel like they Mm -hmm. have... I haven't seen, like, an amazing shift in that, although I am loving (laughs) Kelly Thompson's new run, and I feel Mm -hmm. like there's some really interesting things that she's dealing with as an adult. Like, uh, and, and I like to see that progress, which I feel like is something I haven't seen. It's like this, it's like she's stuck in limbo, like all the time. Kind of like how I felt about Jessica Jones sometimes too.
0: Huh? Yeah, that's interesting. It kind of feels like a lot of, I think especially, and this is, this is going to sound, I'm not trying to be like the super woke comic book guy, but this does seem like the, like it's the case with a lot of women characters in Marvel comics where the, or really all comics where the mm-hmm. only way men know how to differentiate these women is by giving them some sort of trauma that can be an interesting yeah. plot point, for sure. And I think that's not unique to women. Like, a lot of superheroes that are based out of, come out of, like, difficult circumstances. Batman, for crying out loud, obviously has a lot of problems, and maybe some of those go back to his, uh, to losing his parents. Right. But, um, but growing beyond that it's dealt with in very shallow ways oftentimes and they they don't really know how to move them beyond this basic always kind of like looking in the mirror at night and like who am i what have i become this isn't who i wanted to be and they do this for decades and like over and over this is their whole entire personality
1: she's not the only one (laughs)
0: it does it, uh, she's not the only one it does happen to it seems like it's a lot of win- but it's certainly true of the Black Widow and I think that's been I think that's been sort of a it, it, it's part of the reason I think that she even though Black Widow has been around for a long time is like a really core Avenger at this point like a very key member of the team and one of the most well-known yeah. Marvel superheroes in the world she really has never gotten a huge there's a surprising lack of what, comics in which she's the main character, she's the yes. star of she. She just does. She seems like she's she's like more the wingman for everyone. <laughs> yeah, she's the sidekick a lot of times, or she mm-hmm. shows up and she'll save people, and it can be very cool. And I think she makes for a really great side character. But usually, those characters that they last long enough and have a big enough fan following, which she obviously does, get their own series and and their their own movie. Which I think very famously now, Black Widow has t- she's been in the MCU longer than almost anybody besides Tony Stark, and uh, it wasn't now until 2021 that Scarlett yeah. Johansson actually gets a movie to work and with, and that's Scarlett true of the Johansson. comics too. <laughs> it's yeah,
1: Scarlett and Johansson. she was like, the most was your famous. Excuse?
0: Yeah, She's an A. Could they not afford to make a whole movie starring Scarlett Johansson? She's she is the most. I think you could make the argument that when the MCU started, she was probably the most famous actor of the bunch. She might still yeah. be.
1: Well, I mean, obviously Robert Downey Jr. was, but it, yeah, it was, Gwyneth Paltrow was pretty big at the time when she first showed up. But yeah, I mean, she held her own. She's like very absolutely. recognizable. I mean, she's very, famous. she has the star power for it. So it really is kind of strange that it, it's 2021. And uh-huh. you know, this there's movie's just coming. Three out Captain now. America
0: movies, three Iron Man movies. How many Spider Man movies I've lost track of? I think Black mm-hmm. Widow has been around for at least two iterations of Spider Man at this point. <laughs> um, so yeah. yeah, I think that. But I think it's it is interesting to me, at least that that's true of the comics as well. Because we both dove into some Black Widow solo runs, which are, there's some really good ones going on. There's right now the current one, which is written by Kelly Thompson, is actually. Excellent. It's a it really, really great comic. It's really well done. And I want to talk about what you're talking about a little bit, Hannah, because it is the first comic that seems to move beyond her. She she the 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 official canon Black Widow story is that she grew up as an orphan in Russia and was recruited into this sort of covert ops training institution called the Red Room, mm-hmm. which is this sort of sort of this Isn't like Kingsman-esque type situation where they train young girls to be global assassins for the Russian mm-hmm. cause. They're
1: brainwashed. And,
0: yeah, they're Basically. brainwashed into being killers and mm-hmm. and spies. And she was like, the star pupil and eventually fled when she actually, they had her fall in love with Hawkeye in the comics and so she defected to the U.S. and then eventually became an Avenger and uh, that's when she started to become more known as this like... Spy who hide, does a lot of stuff with Shield and hides in the shadows and can infiltrate any like AIM or Hydra or any of these other the the bad institutions, which is really interesting. It's a great it's a great like riff for a superhero to have a super spy. But Kelly Thompson's new run, which is very much about the Red Room and and what happens. Sort of the the fallout there has moved her beyond those that origin and her torture over not really remembering her past and feeling bad about the things she did when she was brainwashed in the red room into a very new direct. How how much should we set up the what happens? Because I feel like part of the thrill of Kelly's story is some of the surprises that happen along the way.
1: I don't want to spoil too much because it's ongoing right now. So
0: yeah, yeah, it's still happening.
1: Yeah, I say we. Not sure Stop too there. much about that. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I mean, I will say it's it, it's. it is. You don't a, need to know um, much
0: to dive in. You can no, pick it up. No,
1: no, you don't. You don't. It is an. E- it's. It's easy to get into it, even if like you've you've not read any comics, but you've been watching the store like you watch the films, and it kind of gives you an idea of who this character is. You definitely don't need to do much reading on any other series to kind of yeah. fall into it. They comics do a pretty good job of giving you little hints if you need to fill in the blanks anywhere but i i i, I was surprised by like yes like i think they're moving your character in a really great direction and i you know it's like long overdue but i was surprised by the level of tragedy <laughs> it's like it gets, it, it's it, it's intense very
0: sad very and what sad. it does really well that that i think comics can struggle with um, but Kelly is great at this. Kelly Thompson is consistently great at this. It's very sad without being really dark or grotesque. And a lot of times these comics only really know how to go dark by being traumatic in a way that can feel sort of edgy for the sake of being edgy and and like
1: how far and, can we push this yeah, yeah. and, and violent in a
0: way that is not super relatable to the rest of us uh, like it's a mm-hmm. comic you can do anything so they find very strange ways to put their characters through the ringer which can be very interesting but what happens to Natasha in this is extremely sad but it's sad on a very human level yeah that is that is Makes it, and and it's sad. In, I would say, by lowering the stakes, it ends up feeling much more intense because it's not the world that's at stake. You know, she's not trying to save the whole world at the end, or even the whole country. It's a very, very personal thing, and it makes it much more easy to get your head around why she's doing what she's doing and I know we're talking sort of vague here mm-hmm. um but I hope this is selling you on why this is such a great story because it really really yes. is and we, yeah. we try to recommend a lot of stories here this one uh, comes with an extra dose of recommendation in my mind and also the art is just like oh, is yeah. really really great like really such sharp a... crisp it. art which is which is not easy to do and it, they they take Natasha's character in places that I think could be considered kind of controversial if you're a longtime fan of the character, but end up paying off really beautifully.
1: Yeah, and and one thing I loved about her series so far is um, I really feel like it shows the height of her character. Whereas I love Mark Wade's run; it's great, but it's very different. And I feel like I I feel like sometimes in that one you see there's too many sides to her that are like. I didn't like it. I didn't like her character oh. in all those moments. I felt like they kind of showed her coldness, like a little aloof, like her detachment. Um, and I feel those- like you see a softness to her in Kelly Thompson's run yes. while still maintaining her strength and her skill. And like she's shrewd and she makes tough calls. And she balances that beautifully. And I mean, I have to attribute to, obviously she's incredibly talented, but it is wonderful seeing a female at the helm of her story and and owning mm-hmm. it in a way. I think, I think she shows like all the... the faceted angles of uh, Natasha Natalia really, yeah. really well.
0: Kelly Thompson is doing Black Widow and she's also doing a Captain Marvel run right now as well mm-hmm. for Marvel Comics. And she also has her own, she's doing Sabrina the Teenage Witch uh, uh, comic yeah. series on that, which is we've talked about Kelly many times on this. Um, so let, let, you mentioned Mark Wade and Matt Samney's Black Widow run, which I think ran for a year. I think it was about 12 issues, if I remember right. And it was mm-hmm. the follow up. They had a very celebrated Daredevil run, and yes. then after that wrapped up And a very good. It's it's excellent. It was very very. It's a great run. Yeah, and then it they is moved great. From that to Black Widow, and you're you weren't a huge fan of it. And I think I see what you're saying, and I, I think I agree with it. It was a very. She's very one note in that. So she's she just is kind of a one dimensional. Mm-hmm. She she does what a lot of men do with like spot women spy characters. She's a badass and she's she's yeah. just always one step ahead and she's hard and tough and cold, which is cool. Mm-hmm. Maybe a little played out, and there was just not a whole lot. There weren't a whole lot of surprise nuances to her character throughout.
1: No. The story was fun. I like the story a yeah. lot. Um, well told. Good, es- good, espionage stuff. And Mark Wade is a really talented writer. We've liked lots of his stuff. We like, we mm-hmm. loved his, you know, Daredevil Run is one of the best. Yeah, but I, th- I think I what I love about Kelly's writing is that you really see a softness to her, which I think Scarlett Johansson has done a very good job of displaying that in the movie. That's really true. Yeah. Um, That's like a good point. she embodies that really well. Where it's like she will kick your ass. But like you can all like, but she's a confidant and a good friend, like loyal, um, and I think that it was very like I think they leaned very much into like femme fatale, you know, uh-huh. secret agent badassery with most other runs, um, which again not unenjoyable, but I think we all know that there's more to that character and she had more potential to do more, and hopefully this is the beginning of a, a lot more. I feel like meaningful, you know, fully faceted kind of idea of who, what her character can be. And Mm -hmm. I think that Kelly does a great job of that.
0: By, by moving her this direction, you just open up so many more stories that can be told with the story Kelly is telling right now with her. Like this can go, like future writers could take her character in so many more directions than she's been taken in the past because she's no longer just a, Spy, you know, right. now she's she, there's a lot more to her, and that that opens up the whole world, which is part of the fun of these characters is when people take these leaps forward that make sense within the trajectory of the character but grow them in really interesting and, um, I guess I'd say facund ways.
1: Oh,
0: nice word, <laughs> yeah, I know, that, yeah, it's a six dollar <laughs> word. Um, did you? So, we talked, we talked about origins we talked about the wade run we've talked about kelly's is that most of it? i think i got into other than going back and i read some of her she spent and this isn't really never referenced now but she spent a long time as daredevil's sidekick in the 60s and 70s mm-hmm. where she was it was the the book was called daredevil and the black widow and they were they were like part crime fighting partners and they were boyfriend girlfriend And that lasted for... It's not really referenced now anymore, although it was kind of fun. And it was... It was a time in comics when women were just, it was, it was, it was a pretty bleak time. To, it was a hard time to be a woman superhero in comics because she spends a lot of time either getting captured and then Daredevil has to rescue her mm. or. The love being, interest. Being the love interest or the pain in the butt who doesn't really like who, who's getting like too yeah. freaked She's out and worked things. She's not a player. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She wants to do things her way and has to, to read it. So it's. It was at the time, I suppose it made a lot of sense and was a pretty popular run of comics. But Mm -hmm. I think there's a reason that that's been memory holds, even though it was for maybe seven, eight years. I think that was the the standard. So it it wasn't a short amount of time. All things. It is funny
1: which like what like comics she showed up in. She's really been all over the place. Like I mean, and, and like a lot of times those S.H.I.E.L.D. agents do. The they could tell they had something
0: with her, but they couldn't figure mm. out what to do with her. It's, it's right like for a long time, there was something interesting there. And even in earlier than that, she, when she first, they move her from Russia to America, and you could tell they were really trying to lean into Black Widow as a spider, and maybe she could be kind of a girl Spider Man. And her bracelets at that time shot out like ropes that she could swing around no on. I so she even, that. she even she <laughs> even kind of moved like Spider Man again. These aren't things you have to read, but they were <laughs> – because it didn't even last all that long. But it was Obviously. a time when they were trying to –
1: They were experimenting. They,
0: they liked they liked her. They they liked – I think they liked that they had like a sexy Russian redhead in a skin-tight black suit. And they're like, we, we just really? got to find a way to make that, it land.
1: That was interesting for them. Like, we should be like – they feel like this will be success. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it took a while. It oh, took a while. Gosh. But they got it. They got it there. They, they, they made it all work. I feel um, like that is
1: a thing with comic books. Like, well, yeah. we haven't really fully formed this character yet, but make her sexy. It'll be okay.
0: Yeah, that's definitely hot. I, uh, so that's yeah, a personality her, she's trait. She's hot, yeah. right? Of course. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, yeah, the Sorry. pitch is what do we got? Check. We got a girl. She's hot. We're still working on the rest. I love it.
1: Uh, yeah. It. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> tight costume. Tight. Uh,
0: yeah. Yeah. Very. Yeah. Yeah. Lots of lots of skin tight leather or. Spandex hey, and you know or, what? If
1: you want whatever. to wear that, that is okay.
0: She's she rocks it. She does rock she, it. She's she's escaped a lot of. She's escaped a lot of tragedy in mm-hmm. that in that
1: getup. In that leather, yeah.
0: <laughs> we'll finish up talking just a little bit about the movie here. We we haven't seen much. of We early reviews have dropped, and it's very positive. Everybody's yeah. liking it so far. So that's that. I'm glad to hear that. That's really cool. How do you feel about Scarlett Johansson? We talked a little bit about Johansson's performance. Yeah. But are I, you are you are you like a total fan? Are you are you a Scar Joe head? Are you a no, little people have kind that. of complicated feelings that. about her. Yeah, I know that she's, she's
1: I, kind of messy. I choose of to, to have. bit of a little bit of have little bit of a little bit Like a little bit of like little I I mean, like, would I have advised her to take some roles that she's taken? Probably not, but that's okay. <laughs> like, I'm not. little bit of a 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 I no one like. We're all a little messy, so I'm not gonna. I don't have like a I negative things to say. I'm not I think she's to a get great actress. Anything bad
0: about her? She, well, no, but
1: I know what you're saying because some people do have an issue with like you know she did Ghost in the Shell and they have some other like, uh, with, like yeah, whitewashing I, some characters. I, sure. and I personally, yeah. I just that's you know, that's above my pay grade. <laughs> I just can't say anything yeah. about that. I have nothing to say. Uh, but I think that she is in terms of her job with with portraying Black Widow. I've loved it. I think she's done a great job. I think that she, I, I I think that, you know, in terms of how they've written her out, I wish they would have given her a little bit more of a trajectory from the very beginning. It kind of felt like she was just kind of mm-hmm. like wherever they wanted her to go, they put her without really much thought to like her character, where she, like where she should go. Like yeah. as someone who's incredibly skilled, intelligent, um, beautiful. Like there's like, and she owns her own decisions and i feel like they could have very like they could have made a stronger story for her individually but they kind of like like they do the comics i think they kind of chose to make her the side character to a lot of others uh, which i think was a mistake
0: yeah she ended up as a sidekick in winter soldier in iron man 2 and then she was an avenger in the avengers movies mm-hmm. and she i guess she had a role to play there and then, I've never quite been able to make up my mind about how I feel about what about Endgame, where she is the only member of the original team to die.
1: Yeah, um, to I die. To, she's you know. alive. I know, but <laughs> I really want
0: her to be alive. <laughs> <laughs> That's not true. I I say, I, that. Obviously, Iron Man dies, and he gets this big. He gets the big. I know. know off. He saves the whole death world. Was
1: like, and nothing. her death was a
0: little bit. It was. It was pretty abbreviated. I just rewatched it a couple nights ago with some friends, and obviously the people the people I watched with had never seen it before, and they're obviously very shocked and very sad. And I think S- Johansson does a really great job in that scene yeah. uh, when she's trying to reassure Clint that she's, that she's okay and she wants yeah. this. It's good, it's good acting. That um, was good.
1: You felt it. You but, felt the feels.
0: But it's really parenthetical to the plot, and everybody moves on pretty quickly.
1: I know it was just it's just like oh strange. wow the Hulk gets angry and throws a bench yeah, into the everybody yeah everybody's lake.
0: upset yeah they spend it's been a they has a whole scene just being like oh lost another one well back to the mission and uh, yeah and she'd been the one who'd been leading the Avengers for that five year period I she's know. implied to be the one who really kept the whole team together.
1: My um, hope is that, that maybe they didn't do that because like well we know we're gonna get the Black Widow movie yeah but,
0: so they'll give but her
1: a better. I I have to yeah. say like I don't I. I I have no idea what they're gonna do because like right now no. in terms of people who were killed by the Soul Stone thing is her and um Gamora. And so I feel like both those characters have more story to tell. I don't but think so. But like, back
0: because we got the old Gamora. Other
1: yeah, from another timeline. Yes. Gamora
0: Prime or whatever.
1: But there yeah, but there is not that version of of the black right. widow Natalia. So right. I'm very yeah. um or Natasha, I guess, however
0: it's her Who, Russian name it? is Natalia, and I think they sort of call her Natasha in the US or something. Yes, point. Natasha.
1: Now, whatever. I don't know. I just I, I would like more. I, I would like to see yeah. I feel like there was like it was so close to coming full circle, but it was just missing like a little bit. Like I feel like her like her character has something left to like achieve and accomplish. Um, that's my, my hope and goal. Cause I, I genuinely enjoy watching her.
0: I do too. I hope this movie delivers on it. I think it could B-
1: yeah. based on
0: people's reviews so far. I, I do think we're in for a treat here on July 8th. I think when it actually comes out, um, July
1: 9th. Well, July 9th. Yeah.
0: Okay. Whatever. <laughs> Whatever. 8th, 9th, yeah. whenever you end up seeing it. The
1: 8th at 11 o'clock and on um, Disney plus.
0: Uh, oh yeah. Yeah. You can watch it on the premiere. Are you going? Are you making the going to go to the theater opening night? You going to take the kids? Down?
1: Uh, yeah, no. I mean, I'm not going to take my kids. Uh, Just but you. Oh yeah, no. They, they they. I love them, but they would ruin it. <laughs> <laughs> you going to get the this cosplay on? You, no, you okay. I'm not going to do it. Gonna no. Get the, yeah. no. No, probably not. Probably not. I'll be going in something with elastic for sure. But um, because uh, I will. This will be the first time I go. I go see a movie in theaters. Yeah, I think I haven't. Yeah. Se- I haven't seen one yet. So. So I'm going. I'm eating a full, like a full ton of popcorn, a whole uh-huh. package of Twizzlers, and whatever the hell oh else I like, can fit into my stomach. And so, put my things. So no matter how bad it friends.
0: is, no matter how bad, I'll be fat is, is. and happy. It'll be, It'll be fine. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It'll yeah. be a great movie.
1: But I'm I'm banking on it being really good, because um, I need it. Make it good. <laughs> <laughs> I think it'll
0: be good. I really do. I've I've got the the re, the reviews have been very reassuring for me. The fact that so many other people seem to like it a lot, um and everybody's talking about Florence Pugh and how much they like her oh, performance in great. it. She's I great. I love her. How could you not? She they <laughs> they caught her at the right time. She's going. Yes.
1: Oh, I love it. I'm I'm really I and I love. um Yelena's character in, in the different series, like I think she's yeah, like a really fun, y- like yeah, in, the white in, in widow. an integral part of her, of her character of a uh, Natasha story. Um, but she, uh, but like she's kind of like you know, like it depends on what story you read and in what timeline, like where she's at. Like sometimes they're they're like they're each other's greatest allies, and sometimes like uh, they hate each other, frenemies. Yeah, yes, they're total yeah. frenemies. So Tanya it'll be cool to see how they. How they do we that, all, and that? We all have movie. a Yelena in our
0: life. I think we all have that friend who you like. You'll cry at their funeral, but you don't want to go on vacation with them or anything like that. You,
1: it's. Do I? I don't know if yeah. I do have people like that. I'm not oh, that. I'm. So I don't, I do not have a poker face. Like you know, like I either really like you uh, or. Yeah, her.
0: I guess that's true.
1: But I don't have that skill. Yeah.
0: That's kind of. How all these find people? One. I'd be like, am I that
1: person for Tyler? Everyone's gonna be wondering now if they're. <laughs> if you're,
0: if if you, I, I have them. And yes, you are listening to this. And <laughs> if you think it's if you think it's you, it's not because the person has no idea. The people have no but idea. You'll cry that's how at their good funeral. my poker face it. Uh, yeah, it's not we're not enemies. Sweet. We're just competitors in ways that they may not uh, fully recognize and and can sometimes turn kind of silly. You know what I mean? That's Yelena yeah, and Natalia. And that's yeah, me yeah, yeah. and
1: there's a little bit of a friction right, there. Like, fun. Keeps, uh-huh. keeps it spicy. Uh-huh.
0: Exactly. Yeah, it makes me better. It drives yeah. me to succeed. Because yeah. when I'm not pushing myself, they might be. So I need to make sure I'm all You know, I'm on that hustle. <laughs> yeah, get 24/7. yourself a Elena, people. <laughs> one <laughs> one, needs one.
1: Yeah, I I, I have a good feeling about it. I'm excited. I'm honestly just excited to go sit in the theater, and I'm. I'm sure that everyone who made this movie is super excited to finally have it out there. They've oh been gosh. patiently awaiting this yeah, moment no of release. I, I I respect them. Like and that's why I'm curious because like they really have waited whereas like they've released other movies most of them I think were uh-huh. animated with the exception of like Artemis Fowl maybe. I don't know what yeah, else yeah, yeah, they yeah. might have done yeah. that was supposed to be theatrical. But Disney waited.
0: I think they knew they had something good, and they so didn't that, want to. That blow gives it me on good Disney feeling. Plus. Yeah, they're not gonna, yeah. they're
1: not gonna waste it on on a, just like a an old streaming only thing. So that I'm gives really me a waited. sense of optimism. Yeah.
0: yeah, I'm glad they waited. too. I don't want to watch the. I, I would hate for this one to not get the full theatrical. After everything that uh, this cast and this crew has been through, Scarlett is oh, yeah. fine either way. But everybody else, I, I'm glad they get to see there. <laughs> The, you know, an IMAX really Ooh. out there, and
1: I kind of love the idea though. If she was just like, if if it was ScarJo behind the scenes, like I have been waiting years for this moment.
0: <laughs> Don't ruin. You will do for it me. right.
1: Do it right. <laughs>
0: <laughs> got Mickey Mouse in a headlock. Like, oh so yeah, help yeah, yeah, God, yeah. So help yeah. Me God, you blow this for me.
1: I mean, I and I get it. I get it. It's it's, it's a big it's a big thing. So
0: Colin Joe's just cheering her on. Yeah, you got him, baby.
1: Um, <laughs> from the. The news desk. I love Uh,
0: it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, all right. I think we did it. I think we did it. We got all the way to the end. I don't think we offended too many we did it without Ryan. I don't think we offended too many people. I wonder if Ryan's gonna have any black widow like we could maybe have a little like fact check session when we get together again for him to see if he's
1: He did a lot of reading too. He prepared for this. So He
0: did, yeah, he did do a lot of reading. So he may have some thoughts for us that we didn't cover but um, we'll see he's, I think
1: he's glad he wasn't here for the other things we talked about perhaps
0: we w- I think he is too <laughs> we, we will be getting together we will be discussing Black Widow after the movie comes out obviously we'll, we'll be having a, we'll, be, we'll do a little emergency yeah, we'll session and talk about how all that all that went and uh, what we think about what's coming next and then who knows what's next for this podcast but thank you, everybody, for listening to the Cape Town podcast, uh, especially with just the, with the with, mm-hmm. with the essential crew this week, just with yeah. Tyler and Hannah. Cape Town Light, <laughs> Cape Town after dark light. Yeah, we uh, yeah. if you like what oh, you please. heard, I do hope you give us a good review on Apple. But I hope you subscribe as well. These things really do help us out a lot. We appreciate people who do it. I appreciate all the good reviews we were getting. My Liz, my wife, was looking over the reviews today, and she remarked about how many great reviews we have, and that that's all thanks to you guys, so, yes, so uh, you. I do appreciate all of that. If you want to follow us, we're on Twitter Cape Town Pod, Facebook and Instagram the Cape Town Podcast. Feel free to hit us up there ask us questions. I, I know some people have been requesting some characters. We need to start making some decisions about who we're going to do next so I'll Ooh. be going over those soon and, and we'll make some decisions there um, and I think with that we'll wrap it up. I'm Tyler Huckabee
1: I'm Hannah Mazel.
0: For Ryan Ham, we will see you all next time. No need for thanks, citizens.